y'all. Welcome back to Gather the Scattered Podcast. My name is Casey Purvis, and I am your host. I got to tell y'all, on November 1st, I love having my house decked out for Christmas. Like, I'm talking eight reindeer on top of the house with a Santa Claus, the front door decked out with lights, as many lights as possibly the door can hold. And when you drive past the house, I have a radio station that is connected to the lights where when you drive by, you can turn to that radio station and then the lights are flickering to the beat. (laughs) And that's just me. But I'm not that girl this year, y'all. And I think the reason I am not that girl this year is because I really want to enjoy this season and just the month of November. This season is just so full of thanksgiving, gratitude, gathering together, and serving others with selfless ambition. And I really want to be present for that. And if I'm being honest, I think the real reason I want to enjoy this season is just because I don't want this year to end. I have enjoyed this year. And I have had such a year of growth, a year of answering a call that God has placed on my heart for years, and just being studious in the Word. I mean, I'm here talking to y'all. And yes, I can't hear your response to my episodes, but I see you showing up. I see you. There's about 80 of you who show up consistently from Alabama all the way to Germany. And I'm truly thankful for that this year because that speaks to me in this one-sided conversation. So today we're going to hear from a friend of mine named Catherine Pacheco. She is the founder of the Brain Executive Program and author of a newly released children's book called My Flight Suit Pocket. And I just wanted you to remind you that I am dedicating all of my episodes to the military. So that's their spouses, their soldiers themselves, and their families. So I hope that you will enjoy listening into our conversation. Hi, Katie. It's so nice to have you on Gather the Scatter podcast today. I am so excited about talking with you and learning more about your new children's book called My Flight Suit Pocket. So tell me how you got started with this book and how it kind of came about. Hey, okay. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to share this. Um, So I think maybe a typical military spouse journey is just atypical. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I used to be a teacher, and then I transitioned into being an occupational therapist, um, a a pediatric, so still working with kids. And kind of along the way, I developed this concept for a whole whole nother book, Casey. And we, we did a move a few years ago, um, when I was pregnant, so I couldn't, or I, I decided that it just wasn't the right time to apply for a new job and, and have our first baby. Um, and so in that little time that I got to spend at home with her, I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to try to get this other book published. Um, and I submitted it to a publisher and it's been so exciting. They said yes. So we're on the road for that one. And then I don't know, I just had this moment and I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this. This is so much fun. (laughs) Um, so one day I just had, had the idea for the, my flight suit pocket book. And I am an idea person. I, (laughs) my husband will come home and I'll say like, you know what I was thinking? And he'll go, Oh no. <laughs> In the best way. <laughs> yes. I know. I can totally um, understand that. And so I had the idea for this, this 
book about a parent's flight suit pocket that could kind of help to keep a connection between them and, and the military child. And I kept thinking about it. And I kept saying like, Katie, you gotta like, no, <laughs> you just gotta stop. I even, I text my sisters and I, I have two sisters. I'm really close to them. I said, I need you guys to tell me to put the brakes on this. Um, but I just kept thinking about this idea. And so I decided to, to write it down and then it just sort of snowballed from there. And I, I decided I would just self-publish it and see what happened. And um, it has been so exciting. It's just been really an exciting journey to get this book out there. You know, and I think that you could probably even talk about self-publishing probably for hours because I'm sure yes. that was probably a process. <sighs> you know, yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but I want everybody like hear this. If you have an idea, it is doable. Um, mm-hmm. And you, I mean, like you can do it. The tools, there are so many reasons why technology drives me crazy. And I think it's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, it just provides us access tools and anybody can get on and self-publish now. And it's so amazing. Yes. And, you know, being a creative person, is I feel like everybody who is a creative person and has big ideas, kind of like yourself, and I have all these ideas too. And if I don't write them down, I know that I'll lose them. Yes. You know, they'll just fleet. And especially with like littles, I remember you saying you had little kids. And so that those will definitely fleet. Those ideas will fleet as soon as that two-year-old walks right in. Right. But I feel like we're living in a time where if you're a super creative person, you can you can build on that and neat yeah it's, I, I think it's fantastic and and just as your experience being a military spouse and you know I'm sure your husband's deployed probably more than once or twice or however many times or, or even been gone for long yeah. periods of times you yeah. know you this is such a awesome thing to be able to provide to other kids who are actually going through that for the first time. Yes, I hope so. I really, um, you know, I've always worked with kids. My my husband and I, we've we've been married in military for 15 years now. Oh, wow. Um, yes, it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he puts up with me. Uh, but and so, but we just had our first child, and she's two. So we've been, you know, we were married for a long time in military for a long time before we had kids. But I worked mm-hmm. with kids, and you know, you see what how hard it is to say bye to a parent, whether it's you know a long weekend or a workup that lasts a month or a whole deployment, um, and then when we had our daughter, it just, it kind of brings it all home again to you. And you realize how incredible these kids are and how resilient. And, um, I think having my daughter has made me ask so many more times, you know, what, what can I do to help? Um, and I hope this little book is, is something that is part of that. Yeah. And, you know, I always I say this about just about everything in life that just comes by surprise or just the challenges. You don't know it until you live it. You can experience it through somebody else. Yes. But really, you don't know it until you live it. And this has probably been harboring in you for so long. And you're finally just able to let it out because you can you're more related to it. You're connected to it. Yeah. And it's just um yeah, I think that's a great way to say it. And it just did. It kind of just popped this whole idea um, 
just kind of popped and came together and I just couldn't get it out of my head. So back to that creative process, I just kind of started doing the drawings and writing it down and kicking it around. Um, And then, you know, the military community is so wonderful. I have been incredibly humbled by everyone's support. I I would I've been juggling kind of my other book is a is a bit I call I very affectionately call them my big book and my little book of 2023. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know you're just kind of juggling both and then with the self-publishing you, you hit your roadblocks and you think oh I can't do this or now I can't do that or um and one day I just decided you know what I'm going to just throw this out into the world and maybe three copies will sell mm. and three kids will hopefully be, well, probably two kids. Cause at least one would be my mom, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. you know, you got to, but yeah. And then I've just been overwhelmed by everyone's support. Uh, just the whole process, the whole community is so neat. Um, and it's so great to be a part of it. I agree. And I'm glad that you mentioned the illustrations. Cause that was actually going to be a question of mine. Like, did you know somebody or was it Or did you personally do those? Because I thought that they were super fun, super eye-catching, and I I really enjoyed them. Good. I'm so (laughs) glad to hear that. You know what? I did. I did them. Um, I And you know what? This ties again into military. So I grew up training horses. Um, I rode professionally for a while. I met my husband. We... I am not from a military family myself, or at least my my parents uh, were not military. So I met my husband and so was just very new to the military. Um, we got married and we moved to Guam and there aren't oh, wow. well, very few horses in Guam, I should say. <laughs> yeah. And so this thing that had been just kind of part of my life um, forever was was just kind of absent for a little while, which, you know, is just part part of that that military lifestyle. Um, but it was really neat because you find other things and I had always loved art, but never really drawn or painted. And I started while I was in Guam, I started drawing horses and just really found out that it is so much fun. I love art. Um, so I've kept that up and then I did, I drew these illustrations and I ended up my, my, the part that I just got to take the time that I got to take to draw these, I use, I wake up at four 30 most mornings to get in a little bit of wow. work before my, my critters <laughs> um, get up. And so that the time of just drawing was so peaceful and so much fun. Um, yeah. And so I'm so excited that to yeah. hear that somebody enjoyed them. I was really impressed. I mean, the fact that you actually published a book and you illustrated, I mean, that's creative, that's cr- a creative level that is just, that's, that's out the park. You know how knocked it out of the park. Also probably a sign that you've lost your mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is sure paying off. So gather this scattered podcast. I started this because, you know, like yourself, I am also a military spouse. And what what I've noticed is that since 2020, there's a lot of families who are moving around. I mean, they're transitioning from California, from the West Coast to the East Coast, to California, to um, Texas. And I think there's a just there's a migrating shift in the U.S. And I think people are living somewhere for the first time in their lives. And so you've been in the military or uh, been a part of the military for 15 years. Mm -hmm. So can you kind of give me some advice or some advice to our listeners, to someone who's moving to a new community? Like how do how have you kind of navigated that? 
Mm. Um, you know, I think we have a standing rule in our family that no matter where we are, we're going to love it. Um, and I think because love it or hate it, you're going to be there for however many years that the military says. And, um, our first duty station was Guam. And so just literally across the world and so different. Um, and you know, I think sometimes in the community, sharing the troubles is so healthy, I think, And, and we can come together by sharing the hardships. Um, but I think it's important sometimes to remember to share the, the good pieces and the positives as well. Um, and we've noticed that, you know, oftentimes you get stationed, you get your orders and, yeah. you know, people, oh gosh, that's really hard or you're not going to like it or, um, right. you know, kind of bring up the negatives. But I think that when we focus on the positives, you find that there's something to love everywhere. And, you know, I kind of feel like in the community I feel like there's been a shift in that people are really starting to be more positive about it. And I think that is so incredibly helpful um, that just our collective community of the military is is being positive about moving somewhere new. So, yeah, I would say that our family rule is no matter where you are, we're going to love it. And we're going to find all of the best and crazy things that you can do there that you can't do anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just embrace those pieces. Right. And so you're in Mobile, Alabama, which is my hometown yeah. now. And, yeah. you know, that's where we moved from back in 2017. Uh-huh. And we went to North Carolina first. Uh-huh. And then we most recently went to South Carolina. Okay. And, you know, and, you know, if you think about it in the geographical region, I mean, that's all still the South, right? Yeah. But our experiences have just been so different. and. And just experiencing different cultures. I mean, it, it is the South, but there's been experiences that we couldn't get. You know, that there's experiences here that I couldn't get in North Carolina or in Alabama. And yeah. so I love what you said, though. You have to love it no matter what, because there are it's not all bad. It's no, not. It's absolutely so, not. Yep. I think in don't the, go ahead. No, no, no. You you keep going. I was <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, too, though, and you don't really know what how you grew as a person. And it's hard to see it in the moments, like the three to four years that you're there. But mm-hmm. once you go beyond and leave that duty station, you're going to see how much you grew as a person and your family grew in different ways that you would probably would have never expected. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's a neat opportunity. Um it, you just get exposed to so many new people and experiences. And, um, and you know, I think if we're being totally honest, a lot of times you can say, you know, probably nowhere that the military sends us is somewhere that I would necessarily have chosen if I could choose anywhere. Um, and, and so you just kind of have to say, yeah, that's true. But look at all of these things I would have never, I mean, I can guarantee you, Casey, I would have (laughs) never been to Guam. (laughs) I promise you. Um, (laughs) And it turned out to be wonderful. In fact, uh, just doing this book, the two military um, friends who I asked, you know, will you please take a look at this and see, does this even make sense? Um, Mm -hmm. 
are two of my girlfriends who we were all out in Guam together. And that was 15 years ago. And I still keep in contact with them. And, you know, you just, I would have never had that had we not moved to Guam. Right. And I just feel like whenever you're in this lifestyle, people are really put in your path for a specific reason. And you're, and when you meet another military spouse, there is like this immediate understanding. It's this immediate welcome. It's just, and that's what I want for everybody else. You know, I, it is such a knit community, but I really want that for other people too. And who are in the military, who are transitioning to other communities and hoping one day I can bridge that gap. But, uh, yes. So, um, so I think I just had one final question for you. And I always ask a random question. Oh, so. no. I'm not <laughs> always quick on my feet. I will try. <laughs> You're going to do great. Okay. And it's it's not it's not super hard. So I want to know what type of person are you? Okay. So are you in this fall Christmas season? Because everybody's lumping it together. Are you a peppermint mocha or a peppermint chocolate type of person? Am I supposed to choose one or the other? Well, I, uh, yeah, yeah, that, well, or peppermint, uh, check chocolate peppermint person or just not. Like, do you think those types of flavors even go together? Okay. I'm going to, no, <laughs> don't. And this is a real yes. problem we need to address. Peppermint, yes. Peppermint is fantastic. Right. And chocolate is fantastic. Right. And everything like mocha coffee is fantastic. Right. But I I wholeheartedly stand behind the fact that those three things should not be put together. <laughs> I agree. I'm so glad that you're saying this because yes. I I mean, I had a 50-50 shot here and I've had this conversation a lot with people. And I personally think that a peppermint mocha or peppermint anything with chocolate is um it tastes like somebody squirted toothpaste inside yeah. of a mocha. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I agree. And I just feel like if we could keep those two they're and they're both so great. It's kind of like going from your toothpaste. It is yeah. like toothpaste and orange juice. I appreciate yeah. toothpaste and I really like orange juice, but no, I do not want to brush my teeth after orange juice. Yeah. Orange juice after I brush my teeth. No, I mean, it makes it taste like a cleaning product. Like, I'm not going to Starbucks to get a Lysol latte. Exactly. Stand (laughs) together. I will stand strong with you there. Well, Katie, this has been an absolute blessing to even talk to you. I am so excited to be able to share your book, My Flight Suit Pocket. And I'm going to leave everything in the notes, a link to it. And we can find that on Amazon, right? Or where else can we find that? Yeah. So you can, um, my web, my kind of big program website is called brain executive mm-hmm. And so you can go, there's a little tab for books and you can get it there and there's a link to purchase, or you can just go straight onto Amazon and type in my flight suit pocket. Um, and it'll pop up. And I should say too, I am currently working on a mom edition for awesome. our moms who wear flight suits. Um, And I'm hoping as soon as that's done to start working on my uniform pocket to reach military members that don't necessarily wear flight suits. We wear flight suits in my house, so I had to start there, Um, (laughs) but trying to kind of grow that idea out. Oh, that is awesome. I'm I'm very glad that you shared that because that has everybody has something to look forward to. I hope so. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. And I know this is going to be a blessing to a lot of people. Well, thank you so much for having me on.
Have a great day. Okay, okay, calm down, y'all. All right, I know I said I don't like peppermint and chocolate mixed together, and I will stand by that any day of the week. It is terrible. It tastes like a cleaning product to me. I mean, that's like going to Starbucks and be like, hey, can I have a Lysol latte? Yeah, they're going to look at you crazy because you just asked for a cleaning product mixed with coffee. It's the same thing. (laughs) Anyways, I truly loved our conversation with Catherine. I think she is so positive and I really love what what she said about their household rule. We're going to love our next duty station no matter what. And they set that tone for themselves and their children when they have a positive outlook like that. Thank you so much for your time and listening in today. I really, really appreciate it. And I will make sure I put in the notes of this episode where you can purchase my flight suit pocket. And if you have some time, if you could please leave a review and subscribe to this podcast, that would be great help. Thank y'all so much. And I hope you have an awesome week. Thank you so much for being here today. Help me gather the scattered and let's meet back here on Monday. Bye for now.